Oh, yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, my God. That came in so much louder than I thought it was going to. It came in a little hot, but uh, we got tunes now. We got some... Welcome. We got a little bit of music for the podcast. Uh, Adding a little metal vibe because... Personally, that's my shit. You know, I can't speak for everybody, but coming in, I feel like that's what if MMA had a sonic sound, a tune. You know, it'll be that. Be them's riffs. That's right what there. I yeah. hear when I'm in a flurry of punches. That's what I hear when I'm just, you know, rolling around. You know, your brain I mean? just puts it in it, drop. It puts D. you in that <laughs> mode. You know, just puts it in drop C and and starts chugging away. And you're just you're just like these riffs though. Uh, anyways, this is another episode of uh, Fair Fight Podcast. Uh, I'm your host uh, Lenny. This is uh, Sean. What's up, Sean? Super Saiyan McCormick. Super Saiyan. <laughs> this is Nick over here. Yes, I'm. Um, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Uh, That's my ring name. They, Nick yeah, trying my best. They, I get in the ring and they say, Nick, he's trying his best. TMB, TMB we call him sometimes. Uh, Nick TMB. So, yeah, you guys, uh, That that. by the way, the music is brought to you by this uh, local Jacksonville band. That's where we're from. Uh, they are called Carpathius. Uh, anyways, so what's up, guys? You have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, um, I, I ended up cooking up a storm, trying to, it's bulking season, you know, I was ready for this Blades-Lewis fight. You're trying to cultivate mass. I'm trying yeah. to get, I was like, I want to look like Blades. I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, I can look like him. I still got time. And Blade, so Blades I, is beefy. Cut your yeah. hair, man. <laughs> Never. And so I, yeah, I was looking forward to the fight and... Like like everything else this year, you know. Oh, you want to be like Blades, but you don't want to feel like Blades right now because he's come down with the COVID. <laughs> right? He's getting intubated. They're putting a, they're putting a tube down his throat to put mashed potatoes and stuffing down or he's something. He's floating in a tank somewhere just recovering. Oh, no shit. With, he's like a, with like a mask. <laughs> right? That's like some Rocky Four shit. He's mm. got an IV drip of like gravy and cranberry sauce. Mm, that sounds delicious. Or maybe he's just eating chicken noodle soup with his with his family. With his somewhere. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. That would be He's very a healthy sweet. guy, you know. Yeah, I like Blades a lot. I'm not trying to talk shit about I don't him. think any fighter would die of COVID, to be honest. Other than maybe Glover. Don't Tushera. jinx some look what you've done now. Oh right. Because they're so healthy. Ooh, they look at they our... are though. There's no way. I thought I uh, It's not possible. I might be you know, holding my ass open with both hands and talking out of it right now. But I heard like your lethality with COVID has something to do with like how much of a percentage of Mongolian DNA you have. Whoa. Yeah. That's no, trippy. Mongolian no DNA is all Where'd you the hear place. this? Is yeah. this like a, what is this? I, I was the textbooks, bro. Yeah, I was just the looking. National Enquirer. Yes, <laughs> federal um, education. I, I I read it in um it was in Science Biz. Uh, <laughs> It was in goodscience.biz monthly. Mm, .biz.org slash uh, edu. Yeah, it was uh, smartfacts.yes. Okay. That's, I guess that's a trusted source. There's a lot of letters there. But no, there's tons of that Mongolian DM. The Genghis Khan was a conqueror, bro. He put that stuff everywhere. He put it in his coffee. He put Mongolian DNA. put it under rugs. Put, yeah. it, put it in your bookshelf. Got a cool ass name, too. But uh, anyways, what about you, Sean? You uh, you eat some good food? Yeah, I had some turkey tendies, you know. No. Oh. Um, some white meat. Some yeah. White meat turkey tendies. Some pie. Uh, had me some mashed potatoes. Nice. Um, the good stuff. Just just nothing out of the ordinary. Just your typical carrots, cool. corn. Cool man. Uh, That's dope. All the stuff we tricked the Native Americans with. True that. Yeah. All, all this. I, it's the most patriotic thing I could do for for my country. You know, if kids were still in school, if we were still like educating children, I really wonder what they're teaching for Thanksgiving nowadays. Because, because what I was taught was it was like we were taught all about the pilgrims, right? Yeah, the yeah. pilgrims yeah. and the Native Americans decided to have a big party, 
<laughs> with pumpkins and they and all had turkey. crazy hats and fluffy collars and the native americans were like look look white man if you put this fish on your corn you'll grow more corn yeah. yes and, only white man and it was like and they all cultivated and and, and coexisted everyone, with each other we taught the native <laughs> i say we <laughs> that's hey, how, you're a, bro you're american i bro. know i know that's how inculcated yep. i am mm-hmm. but yeah we taught the native americans how to high five and wear blue jeans and they taught us how to grow corn and trick the elusive turkey into- i mean bro what do you think is more important uh food or wrangler jeans <laughs> right obviously we're going wrangler what where would you yeah. be where would we be without uh absolutely nowhere i wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for those jeans hugging them nuts that i was born in <laughs> if i didn't have boot cuts in the winter man i'd be a dead man true that well i don't know about you guys <clears throat> i'm kind of getting older okay i woke up this morning i'm i'm a 30 okay and I, I, I like can't I can barely walk around almost. It makes me not even want to get out of bed. Like I have like a back issue from being a dumb piece of shit and like just thinking I'm Superman and just jumping off of stages and like fighting random people and just it just it's not take care of your body, folks. This is the message I want to tell you about. Uh, you guys got like some sustaining injuries that just like bother you every day. I feel like this is kind of an issue. In yeah, regular a little day. bit. I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like when I was younger, I didn't understand how much you have to like. No, don't jump off of this thing that's like 30 foot tall. You know what I mean? It's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I uh, work with a guy who wears a weight vest all the time now. Oh, like the. Um, it's just like on some belt? Dragon Ball Z shit. Yeah, he used to. He actually started off with ankles, uh, ankle weights. And now, he, and then we told him that that's that's actually really bad for you. And oh, he's you, like, "Oh, it's all right. I got the weighted vest." And we're like, "Oh, that's you're that, running with the with the vest on." Yeah, and it's, and like, it's like, is that supposed to help? It's yeah. it's supposedly really bad for your cartilage, while at the same time not being as good as just spending an hour lifting weights. Oh, okay. But then again, like Michael Bisping does it, so he does the weights. Yeah, he remember how like he got the call to fight uh, GSP or whatever. Absolutely. And then he like put on the the weighted vest and he started running through London as he was making the deal with Dana White. Oh, with the weighted I vest didn't know on. this story. Yeah. I'm a huge Bisping fan. Oh, you didn't know? You didn't, yeah. See, this is the problem with everything now is you just need one guy who's cool enough to dignify it. Just literally. It used to be you needed a couple. Now with the internet, it's like you need literally one. Right. Yeah. So now I'm on because Bisbing is like the fucking shit. So I'm like, okay, leg weights aren't that cheesy <laughs> yeah, he was like he was like yeah. jumping over people and shit while oh, like on the shit. phone with Dana and i'm White. absolutely like, powerless like, to dispel this thing now but, i look like an asshole but if we're going by history he lost the fight so yeah. hey. hey but you know he defended his belt uh with like a last minute fight kind of so yeah. credit to him Bisbing's the shit love the guy and listen to the believe you me podcast check that shit out it's fucking awesome <laughs> but anyways yeah so the Blades and Lewis, do we know when that's coming up again, or is that just no, up in the air? It's, it's, Blades and Lewis is not happening. Yeah, it's... They're not rescheduling? No. They're going to reschedule, yeah. They I said mean, they're going to reschedule in uh, December, apparently. Okay. Well, which which card, though? Don't know. Don't know. They, that can't be. They, they expect Blades that's why, that's to everything, completely be... Everything that I have read said rescheduling for December, or trying, but it's not a done deal. So that's just assuming Blades comes out of COVID 100%. That's yeah. not a lot of time. I mean, mm, that's right. like assuming COVID has zero. He has to prepare him. for a fight right after he comes back from this. It does seem I crazy, mean, doesn't it? I didn't really no, think about that. I don't. That. Yeah. that doesn't make sense, bro. There's, they're they, they're going to have to. Once fights don't happen the first time, like they, 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 they scrap it. What do you think even... about Blades Lewis as a co main event for the McGregor Poirier card? Nah. That sounds pretty tight to me. So wait, nah, they need a better one. Are you what? Putting, are it's you, not a good fight. Are you putting it's a good your, fight? Uh, but it's like your official stamp. Your official stamp is that this fight's not going to happen now. 
No, not no. It's scrapped for now. It like is, they're just yeah. they're just not. I'm I'm I. They don't want these guys to fight in December. That's the, how could they pull that off? There's no way that that's such an unrealistic uh, number in my UFC head. is about getting shit done. If I know anything about Dana White, they're like, let's do it like here and now, mm-hmm. and it could be co-main event for Davidson Figueredo and uh, Moreno even. What do you think about that? Because you know it's earlier. <laughs> that's this. That's like that's like in a week. No, it's not. It's that's two like weeks. In two weeks. It's in two weeks. Still, yeah, dude. There's people that have gotten over COVID, and and I'm not trying to jinx the guy, and I feel bad for him. But there's people that got over it in like three, four days. How are you? Aren't you legally like obligated, like not to like come in contact with anybody for like at least? Two weeks, and then you're maybe so if you're you, how may- are you supposed to train? You're supposed to that's literally a day's note. Look, Look, if you're going, if you're going and training at the UFC uh performance institute, they're testing you in when you come in and when you leave, you know, what I mean, like it's that stringent. So if you're doing shit like that, and you just got a shot, I know that sucks, but I, I don't know. I trust in the UFC's efforts to keep the COVID out of the situation. They can come up with a better card, bro. Like, this I know, isn't, this I'm just, isn't, this I'm isn't, just spitballing like where I think the car, the card might end up. Listen, if Khabib and Ferguson like failed to happen like six, what, six times? Like uh, it's, it's, they completely scrapped those fights and then they like try to do it like every fucking year and it just doesn't end up happening. Right. And I wouldn't be that sad if Blades and, Lewis didn't happen, to be honest. You know what I mean? I don't think I've ever heard of like a fight being canceled and then the exact same bout being rescheduled the next month. Yeah, that that has definitely happened before. With who? Oh, well, I'm sure it's happened. I'm just <laughs> saying. I can't, can't tell you the names right <laughs> no, now. Man, but, yeah. You can't do that. He got you, got, he got you <laughs> yeah. by your With balls. Who, All right, give me, give me I, just a minute. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, don't I, give this guy a minute. I yeah. never, don't I give never, this fucker Give a me a pondering Look at minute. this snake in the grass up to his old tricks. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm telling you. I'm, this has happened. You are a snake. <laughs> you are a snake. If you you want, are hey, a snake. Hey, you know, if you want to get technical, back in the old days, people would fight six times in the same day, so... Yeah, went UFC one and two. Uh, and he's, breaking out the, he's breaking out the T word. He's yeah. breaking out the that that doesn't count. Well, well, it's a it's same it, card, dude. It's, it's what the it same is. Card. Facts is facts. Same bro. contest. Facts be facts. Wolves it's the same. Wolves. It's the same comp. So that doesn't technically count. Yeah. So. Well, fucking <laughs> eat my dick hole. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, uh, but it is a shame that this card was, or this bout was canceled. I mean. Oh, well, fuck them. Moving on. Yeah. Um, up next, it was Anthony Smith versus Devin Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we saw this fight uh, this past weekend. Uh, the main event was canceled. Anthony Smith and his opponent, Devin Brownberg Clark, ended yeah. up stepping up as the main event. They said, let's do five rounds. They said, no problem. (laughs) For some reason, they both agreed to five rounds. I thought it was weird. But now it makes sense to me after watching the fight. I'm like, I don't think either of them really thought it was going to go to five rounds. But there could have been some contractual thing. We like, little mo money, you know what I mean? For two extra rounds. Because Clark was the one who predicted or was like really going for a first round KO. He was like, I'm going to put this guy out. No chance. He's never had one, one round. Yeah, exactly. He's like, this is the first fight I'm gonna. But he end had that grandpa energy, or that grandma energy. Ka- yeah, oh right, his you Kai know, Kamaka had the grandma energy. I know. No, or wait, I but I never, I can never really feel for somebody that's going through some like family tragedy because you know what that makes me think. Like in a realistic point of view, is that he this person is not in a good mental mindset. Mm. You know what I mean? Has anyone ever come through with grandma energy? Not that I can think of ever. Yeah, you know, I'm looking back on every yeah. cooking show that I've ever watched. Like Master Chef, people come through with the grandma grandpa energy a lot. Like my grandma. Wait, wait, well, that's a different thing. On the, elaborate on the. That's a different thing. Energy. You're talking what? about training for a fight, and something like that will 
distract you from just training two, three times a day. You're going to go to a funeral. You're going to be dealing with all this family shit. You're just distracted. And I'm, as a realistic point of view, I'm Let like, this guy's not in a good Sean. mental mindset. Grandma or grandpa energy is, I'm doing this one for my grandpa who just died. I'm doing this one for my grandma who just died. If you're cooking a fucking... Devin Clark If you're said, baking a cake, then yeah, that works. No, but I'm saying it doesn't work there either. There right. was a kid who came in with the energy of his dead grandfather, and he lost that round, went into double elimination. His parents were asked to show up. They didn't, and he lost again. Damn. Sorry, kid. Yeah, it, was the sad, it was the worst thing I've ever seen on a cooking show. But the point is... Aww. Should have had different parents. <laughs> Poor kid. The point is, Devin <laughs> Clark came in looking for that grandma for that grandma energy. He said, I'm going to knock this guy out in the first round for my grandma. I changed, I changed my prediction. And Kai Kamaka came in saying, I'm going to knock this guy out for my grandpa. And both of them lost. I, ch- I changed my prediction. I-, I-, I said Brown Bear earlier in the week. I'm like, no, you know what? This is like really against everything that I truly know. Because what I was thinking was Brown Bear's like on a, okay, he's won two fights in a row, blah, blah, blah. And Anthony Smith has lost, you know, he lost real bad to, um, to, Glover. to Glover Teixeira. And, and I'm like, fuck, maybe Anthony Smith is on a slide. But then I thought realistically about it. And I, and I kind of envisioned exactly what happened in this fight. And I, and I changed my bet last second. Look at this so, guy. He's like, I, I felt like calling it for Clark betrayed my punk rock roots. Right. So, yeah. That it didn't, matchup was like the least confident I've ever seen you. Yeah, I knew. I was struggling. Like, that was the I least was confident straight call. Straight up. I was just struggling all day. You were back like, and forth yeah. on that like all week. Uh, it, bro. Yeah. Because I think I always think like if I'm betting money on this fight, which I don't bet a lot on fights I have before and I don't even recommend it. But like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. If I did, I kind of make I kind of make some quiche. But uh, you have to think about it strategically and you have to think about it smart, like experience. The, oh, people, the people that have fought who they've beat. Who they have beat is like the biggest thing that people don't think about, and because maybe they haven't seen a lot of fights, you know what I mean. So that's that's the kind of shit you got to think about. Right. But uh, let's let's start let's start here with with a couple of prelim fights that I thought were worth mentioning if we're talking about that card. Uh, for example, Ostovich. Uh yeah, we could talk about that. Uh Rachel Ostovich. Ooh, I kind of feel bad for the girl. She's a kind of an OG in the UFC and she's been flirting with her retirement lately. I almost feel like she's at that point now. I think she's only had like 9 fights though. This is her like 10th, right? Yeah. She doesn't fight like Four times a year, like some people do. You know what I mean? It's like once or twice. Yeah. But, um, you know, she came into the UFC, I think, with only two, three professional fights. And, yeah, I'm not, you know what I mean? People, a lot of people don't listen to this show, so I feel like I can comfortably just say it. Is Ostovich, like, not a super fox? You know what I mean? I I can't get canceled at this point. At right now, you know what I mean? No, you have every right. I'm just going to point so. it out. Like, this girl, uh, shades of Paige Van Zant should be making money in kind of other areas. Like, she... She truly loves fighting. She... Yeah, I'm, I, and I love that about her, but fuck, she's a, I bet she just is a good-looking lady. I bet she is making money off of that bot, though. Yeah. Well, you know, they get paid for, like, Instagram posts and shit, but... I've never seen a girl that goes into the cage looking as hot as she does. Uh, like I said, I feel like she could just walk out of the octagon and straight onto a porn set and everything is gravy. I would watch them both. <laughs> porn? <laughs> yeah. What about the karate hottie, dude? The karate hottie? Yeah, she looks good, but like in the cage, like Ostovich even pulls off the fucking fighter <laughs> She does look. have like big eyelashes. She should definitely. She's got big, a lot of things, you know what I mean? <laughs> she doesn't have to do porn. She could just have her, her top sponsor. But if she could please yeah. do porn, I would appreciate it, uh, uh, Rachel right. Ostovich. If you're <laughs> no, and I don't want her to be offended. Look, look. Look, I just I want to throw hot nickels on the she's woman, never gonna. <laughs> she is never going to hear this, but look. You look, girl, if you do hear this, my girl, you know what I'm saying, girl? <laughs> Look, hear me out. I just want you to appreciate the fact that we appreciate you, baby. 
<laughs> and I want you to just, you know, just take just take the uh, compliments like, because look, you're going to get old eventually you're gonna eventually you're gonna be making phone calls to cats and shit and nobody's gonna like be calling you hot and you're gonna fucking you know <laughs> you're gonna be calling fucking old dogs that you used to have cats and dogs. we love you rachel yeah. <laughs> so like just to just enjoy it while you got it because because you because you're just a good looking lady so, that's so you're asking say. her to make an only fans or some um, shit no because I, I wouldn't pay for it Make some free porn, please. <laughs> <laughs> Por favor. Uh, and and make, then make porn and email. Yeah. I'm trying it to help me. her out here. <laughs> no, <laughs> just like go the me, go, go the Misha Tate route, and I would appreciate the it. The leaked. That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> I would like to get your nudes leaked online, and uh, <laughs> I mean, you're asking someone to hack this woman. Uh, I'm promoting it. Not exactly asking. I'm just. You're saying. offering money for someone to hack this woman. Uh, I didn't say anything about money by the way but <laughs> Tate didn't want anybody to see that <laughs> you made a website offering a hundred dollars for someone to hack this <laughs> well that may or may not exist already i'm just saying <laughs> so but no no, no. make free points, please <laughs> por favor she's she's from hawaii i thought yeah i know <laughs> <Por favor>. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> look we have spanish <laughs> listeners Man, there's like two. Oh man, this is great. All right, so let let's go into the flyway about um, Sean uh, on the prelims. Sumu Darge. Yeah, and Malcolm X. The man yes. with one name. Malcolm X. Sumu Darge. Malcolm Tin Gordon. <laughs> right. Man. I am the tenth Malcolm Gordon, and I won't be the last. These guys don't even. <laughs> Pretty look sure like, that's what that means. <laughs> these guys don't even look like flyweights, though. Oh yeah, dude. Like, uh, Sue is like such a tall. Sue is taller than the cage. He's like a, he just like. a lank monster, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, he came in and absolutely destroyed Malcolm X Gordon. Uh, I saw about two or three strikes in. I saw Malcolm like was just trying to shake something off, and I'm like, he's hurt. I don't he, know exactly he what it was. He was trying to sneeze or some shit. He like he got maybe busted real bad in the nose or something. Yeah, and he's tearing That's probably up. what happened. Yeah, and he was just trying to shake it off, and his eyes were probably getting blurry. You know, if you put yourself in the fighter's shoes, like this is probably the situation. His eyes are getting blurry, and he's just trying to like, you know, get them tears out to see better. And he's getting pieced up the whole time, and then mm -hmm. he's just all of a sudden you're out. You're TKO. That shit was beautiful. I enjoyed he, it. He got stunned so like it, it, there was there was no poker face. There was absolutely like what his facial expressions when he got, like ate those shots was like so just surreal almost. It was well, like he you was, feel bad for him almost, you, but he you was know. slowing down by every single punch. Yeah, and. It and was, he looked good at first, you know, he was good movement, you know, he was he didn't bouncing really, back and forth, like very It was like 45 energetic. seconds, wasn't it? It was, he didn't 44 really, seconds. Yeah, yes. he didn't even have a chance. Yeah, round one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but, you know, that's the second Chinese win, or the second one I know of in terms of the sport of MMA so far. This this past month. Oh, I was about to say. And it's kind of no, no. I know, I know. Zhang yeah. Weili. Mm -hmm. uh, you got tons. It's amazing. Um, Zhang Weili really is. <laughs> right? She really is amazing. Uh, she, yeah, she's yeah. great. <laughs> I know, I know. And yeah. and her friend Yan, that was that was pretty great too. Um, it's very like that's scared. very humble he's of actually, you as a Japanese man to appreciate the Chinese. He, he's actually Tibetan though, so I, uh, okay, I, you're going, you're getting technical on it too. I don't, I don't know where I stand on this, but <laughs> and I don't know where Sumu Darje stands on it either. I'm sorry, it's, I'm sorry, Sumu, I, I can't, I, I don't know where I stand. Hey, this dude just straight up wrecked. Malcolm X Gordon and I and I look forward to his next fight. Let's move on to the main card, you guys. Baeza versus Sato. Undefeated uh welterweight. Yeah, I was looking forward to this matchup for like a long time. 
I follow my boy Sato on Instagram. Oh yeah, and, true. Uh, you gotta represent. Yeah, man. Um, he's my only. He's one of my only links in the UFC. Is like I, I read what he says in my own native language, but that's it's, pretty sweet. It's it's just it, this one was painful to watch because I I never seen him. I actually never seen him. Again. See, when I read Conor McGregor's tweets, I feel like that's my native language because he's drunk. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he, he, I could when he feel, punches an old man, that's my native language. Yeah, I could feel <laughs> I could feel the buzz when I read his tweets. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know what I mean. So I, I totally understand. Baez is a beast, though. I was a little worried for your guy because um, after he defeated uh, Matt Brown, Matt Brown is no joke, a fucking monster. Like he come in, he came in the to the UFC. I think he left the UFC or got. Or he didn't get re-signed. And then he came into the Ultimate Fighter to return for a chance to return to the UFC, and then just continued to beat the shit out of people until he was almost at a title shot. Um, the dude is like a straight-up beast, and anybody that beats him, in my opinion, is kind of a contender. Who did he? Who's the highest ranked that he that he uh, fought and beat? Talking about Baeza? Matt Brown. Matt Brown. He was the only ranked person he f- he's fought so far. He's unranked and undefeated, which is kind of unusual. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I don't think they're going to rank him after here because I don't think Sato was ranked in the welterweight division either. That division's stacked. He's like ranked the, like thirteen. Or oh, was he? Okay, so he'll yeah. he will take thirteenth if he was ranked thirteenth. That's how that works. I believe so. I'm because. When did Baeza come into the UFC? Do you know? Uh, I, I think this fight was only his second fight in the UFC. And I think he came in through Contender Series. If I'm not mistaken. He was throwing some good kicks. Oh, yeah. He straight got that. Uh, Joe Rogan, Taekwondo, Kung Fu, Wakatata. I wouldn't want to get hit by any of these kicks. He was very like flat-footed by Aza, surprisingly. Nah. No, yeah, like he was, he was, he was very, moving around. He was very like he was. He was I thought waiting. Sato looked flat-footed. I thought Sato nah, was too Sato flat-footed. Sato was the bouncy one. Nah, I thought he was staying. Sato was the one that, that had he was that. Sta- karate, he was standing in front of style. him, is what I'm saying. He wasn't in and out. No, yeah, yeah, but. No, he was. I, I, what I saw from by the striking of Baeza was that he was kind of just waiting for whatever Sato threw at him because he just knew he could react faster. It, that's what it looked like. It looked like Sato just couldn't like catch him fast enough, especially in the later rounds. Like round two and three, it got really bad. Like the first round, Sato got some shots in, he got some clean straights in, he got some, he got some jabs in. But nothing like super definitive and clean. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like I said earlier, when I'm looking at the fights themselves, I'm like, who have they beat? Sato hasn't beat nobody yet, truly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I want to see, when fights. I see somebody that just knocked out fucking Matt, the immortal. Okay. I'm like, yeah, you're, I mean, you're in for beat, some shit. He's beat Ben Saunders. Uh, okay. That's cool. I mean, Saunders <laughs> got a win recently, but yeah. uh, what to, about the heavyweight? What about the big boys? You guys want to talk about them? The Josh Parisian, he's in from the uh, Contender Series. He He's not straight from the Contender Series. He's won one fight since he came through. This he one won. hurt me, man. Par- yeah. Versus Parker Porter. Parker Porter. The 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 um the guy who's definitely not a skinhead. Yeah, right. The broke ass Charlie broke ass Charlie Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, the yeah. broke ass Bronson Porter. I almost yes, feel bad sir. for this guy because I bet he gets called a skinhead a lot, and he's he he's not. But I bet. Yeah, but if he had to go, to, but if he was in prison, he would have to play that role to survive. Right. And that's <laughs> if, just how life is. If this guy was in a bar in the right place in Detroit, someone would just break a beer bottle over his head for sure for no reason. Yeah, like no completely. No doubt unfairly but they would be making a huge mistake because this dude holy fuck <laughs> he, he can throw down bro i mean i actually didn't i wasn't really giving him a chance here i was totally wrong i'm like parisian's about to just blow through porky porter and uh this he, was your upset of the night upset of the night for sure i don't think we I got what one. we wanted on this card 
whatsoever. Well, ex- except for the exception of Anthony Smith. Well, he got beaten up by an older, shorter, heavier man. <laughs> okay, but I mean, but fair, he was fair. in shape. <laughs> but he was in he was he was in shape. Parisian got tired uh, at the beginning of the second round, and I'm like, wow, this is like a huge discrepancy in stamina right now. And Porky Porter was coming through with the cardio, and I was very impressed. No, Parker Porter. The what's funny is they called him Porker Porter. No, in the match. No. Oh, yes. Holy I, shit! I, 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 That's amazing. I'm I, so glad. I pointed it out. Yeah, they called him Porker. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking out. I'm sorry, they, man. I mean, they thought out loud is what happened. They said Probably. the quiet part. <laughs> Look, bro. When you, I mean, yeah, I, he would beat the shit out of me. But when you walk around jiggling like that, you can't expect nobody <laughs> to say anything about it. You know what I mean? That's why he fights so hard, though. Is you got to dignify the gun he, for a guy <laughs> like, for a guy his size. Like it's incredible he didn't slow down like one bit. He in the, just in kept the third coming. round he looked just as good as the first. Amazing. That's like you don't. See I love that, sh- that. You don't see that shit. In you this don't see division. it in the heavyweight. Not in this Ever. division. Hell yeah. no. It's, it's odd. Almost. It's it's almost disturbing how much stamina he had in the third round. Speaking of disturbing, I was disturbed by my boy Spike, the Alpha Ginger Carlisle, losing yeah. his fight. That's another one that we, uh, you know, I liked Spike too because he's, he wore. He's nice uh, and crazy. The and way I he like wore him. a hollow mask in, uh, in, in oh, the face okay. offs. Yeah, so a little nostalgia. So that's cool. He's a Bleach fan. Algeo's <laughs> a beast, though. Uh, I wasn't sleeping on him, I was a little worried about. Spike, even though I kind of put my money on him uh, figuratively, uh, I kind of was worried because Algio ain't, ain't nothing to fuck with. He's actually probably going to be a contender, maybe eventually coming up and fighting uh, the uh, the champion, Volkanovski. Is this featherweight? It's yeah. featherweight, right? Yeah. So it's 145. Volkanovski. That's a Volkanovski. That's if he still has the title. I think Volkanovski will have the title for a long time to come. This dude is a little fucking monster. He's a little tiny little oh, tank. Ah, all right. He's I, fucking sweet, bro. That's a real that's a bold bet. He used I think. to he used to be like two hundred and fifty pounds when he was playing uh rugby. He's like five four, right? Yeah, little guy. That's crazy that he's yeah. one forty five. So wait. The the Alpha Ginger used to be a hundred pounds. No, we're talking no, about the know. champion of his division. Yeah. Uh uh Alexander Volkanovsky. Okay. I, I just don't know how he beat Max Holloway. I didn't. I do. He beat. Uh, okay. Honestly, Max won the second fight, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Um, okay. I'll t- I'll, I can say it could go could have gone either way, but you know how things go when it comes to the champion versus the challenger. It's like if it's tied, they don't want to call it a tie, so they have to call a winner. And I think that match was basically tied, in my opinion. Hot take. <laughs> Personally, for me, I felt like Max yeah. won. Um, but that's a but that's. But a I definitely, odd. I don't think Max won, but I don't think Volkanovski won. Right, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? No one won. No one won. It was I, it was a straight up tie. If you go back and watch this fight, it was so fucking even. Like nobody could call it, no matter how much you knew about fighting. In my opinion, I gotta rewatch that one because it was that close. It was so close. In retrospect, it was really close. A Volkanovski, he was finding a way to like rope a dope and get into Max's range, and then and then Max would for a couple minutes he would like stick and move and stick and move, and then all of a sudden he's getting roped rope a doped again, and then it's back yeah. and forth. That's just how he it does went. the the Dempsey roll. Yeah, he's really good at that head movement. That old classic boxing style yeah and he, max is a max is a sucker for boxers so uh, other than kelvin gastelum box. he's probably the best at it in the ufc Volkanovski. i don't know uh gastelum has to make up for a lot of height and that's what he does that's his move and he almost destroyed uh uh adesanya by doing that the rope of dope oh yeah they train at the same gym together uh, no, they fought for the Volk- title. No, Volkanovski and uh, oh yeah, they Adesanya. do. Yeah, they're New Zealand. They're New yeah. Zealanders. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them train mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. Yep. They under- do some crazy drills in that in that gym. Just some interesting shit I see. Yeah, from like the videos. The uh, that's um, city kickboxing yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, that gym is t- is like sick. There's a lot of uh, really good fighters coming out of there. Uh, you Dan got Hooker. Dan Hooker. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. World it class. looks like a team of superheroes. Uh huh. When you when I saw that shit, I was like, this is these are like all <clears throat> like these are every single person here is like terrifying. And uh, um, Eugene Berman, the the guy that runs that, the head coach. Eugene Berman was almost fi- uh, coach, named coach of the year in like the MMA award like thing, but I think I think he was. Honestly. Who won? I'm not who sure. Won that? It was either him or uh, or um, Cejudo's coach, the little crazy guy with the glasses. I forgot who Cejudo. I know yeah. who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's looks but, like uh, he's from Miami. I think Eugene Berman actually did win, uh, and deservedly so. Because uh, that dude is just like pumping out some of the best fighters. What coach is, what kind of coach? Is he like a head coach? Yeah, he's the head coach at City oh, Kickboxing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Man, I can't imagine what it's like to be a head coach. There's not many of them out there. It's a very hard You would know to Eugene find. Berman if you saw him. Like, he has he, a big beard, right? Yeah, big tall guy, big beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He, yeah, head coach, head coaches are rare though. It's like you can't, it's very hard to find like a reliable head coach because there's like always a battle between like when if, when you have a boxing coach and a jiu-jitsu coach in the same corner there's kind of like a sometimes there could be a chemistry problem where you know the jiu-jitsu guy you know even though he's getting his guy is getting raped on the ground he's telling his guy to you got to take him down and the boxing guy is like scratching his head going why why take him to the ground when he's getting smacked? There's that that sort of thing kind of happens a lot, well, especially when that's an issue. You so know. that that's why you have head coaches. That's why you have head coaches that mitigate that and moderate that kind of, and they're there to kind of like hold the balance between what they need. Yeah, I think almost. you should just have like a coach. That's why there's like a team. That's why you have a team right. with you. But I think the corners are important to not have too many coaches, not like not too many chiefs. More Indians, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I just think that that's... That was a turkey. I think that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's a turkey with uh, that's a turkey. epilepsy. That's not what you thought yeah. it was. Epileptic turkey. <laughs> yeah. That's not what you thought it was, you racist. That was a oh, turkey. shit. I didn't even think about that. Man, I don't I got- see color. I just want to. <laughs> we're kind of in hot water right now. I know we're All jumping right. around a bit, but I just want to point out the hilarious amount of gunt smashing that was in that heavyweight match. Oh, uh, the Parisian Parisian and Porter. There's yeah. a point when Porter has Parisian against the cage, and he just like grabs Parisian by his stomach fat. Yeah, and punches. I'm pretty sure there was some purple nurples in this match. <laughs> They and were, I wanted to see more of them. They were truffle shuffling, man. <laughs> <laughs> there was some noogies and Indian burns. There was a lot of movement, more than I've ever seen. Porter gave Parisian a wedgie at the end of the match. Um, let's give some credit to Norma Dumont for smashing Ashley Evans. Uh, oh, my goodness. Probably the most. Was this the most one-sided fight of the night? Well, nah. no. Nah. No, because there was a lot of no- finishes and knockouts. Darji but this was, was the most the... one-sided decision. Absolutely, yeah. this was like it went the distance. She she fought to the end, but she she never was winning. <laughs> Man, and you know, never for a second some, did she some have people the upper some hand. people are talking shit like saying Dumont should have pulled the trigger, yada yada yada. And I'm just even the uh, commentators were kind of saying shit like that. And usually I got their back, but I thought that was a little uncalled for. I thought Dumont was playing a smart game. I thought she didn't want to get locked into a grappling match exactly, and she was trying to pick her shots and then go for the finish whenever she just knew 100% that she could get the finish. Yeah, because just being careful. 100% is better than 90%, you She's, know what I mean? If, you, if you've been in competition ever, you would know that like points are important. Yeah. You know? And it's like, there's a lot of, this is a, it's MMA, bro. It's risky as hell, you know, and it, it could it, end the last second. And you if could, it, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like don't have to change your game in the middle of the fight. I can't because, imagine what it would feel like to be dominating for like, you know, the whole, pretty much the whole fight. And then down to the last 30 seconds, you just like fucking lose it. 
You know, that's oh, got to be the most painful shit. Ever. Yeah, that's what Chael Sonnen feels like in his fight against Anderson Silva. That must have been because he was pounding Anderson Silva's face in for five rounds and then gets submitted with two minutes left. That's exactly the situation you're talking about. It's almost not fair. Yeah, I was I was a little upset when that happened. Everybody was. Every American was. We can't forget to talk about Kai Kamaka and Jonathan Pierce. Um, I think we've covered basically everything else on this card, but Kamaka, man, I was... This was my upset of the night. Yeah, straight up, 100% upset of the night. I agree. Kamaka it, came out fierce. He came out hard. He came out fast. He, 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 threw, he came out and immediately fainted like a hundred times in less than a second. Yeah. And then threw out like five punches and three kicks. And it was like, dude, like I'm looking at my watch. It's like, it's like 15 seconds have passed. This guy's all over the place. And he was like catching him. He's cutting the angles. Like it was just beautiful work from Kamaka. This is all but I've then, seen from him so far. And I, I, th- I had a lot of faith in him going into this fight. I thought he was going to take it. And, uh, and Pierce figures it out. Mm-hmm. He takes him down. And he realizes Kamaka's ground game isn't that impressive. It's bad. It's pretty. <laughs> it's, bad. it's bad. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I have, I have, most of my ground game comes from wrestling raccoons. But I'm watching this and I'm like, this guy doesn't seem to have much ground game. Nope. He, huh. he, he didn't. He, he ends up in the worst position. And speaking of this position, which is the back mount flat just flattened out i i seen this position in every every bout this was the move uh on this this night everybody somebody ends up in the back mount like position where they're just completely just flattened out and they're just cobra style just like arching their backs it's it's very luke rockhold this is what i always saw luke rockhold do to people yeah it's the most hopeless position it's the worst position like the person on top is of is in no danger. These are people like, trying to use their length and 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 uh, you know really just flatten people out so they have no way to yeah uh, for some for some up. reason everybody just gave that to somebody <laughs> in every bout. It was just a weird thing I've noticed throughout the night, but uh, but that 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 was a pretty pretty slow groundwork from uh, Kai's side. And he has a stocky figure, too. I would expect him to kind of be a little more easier to, you know, or not easier, but more harder, easier. harder harder, to control. More harder. More harder to control. Um, yeah. But Pierce, Pierce is just one step ahead of him in every... And he turned it up a notch, too. I think the feeling out process was a real thing for Pierce in the first round. Because he was a different animal in the second round. I don't know what his corner told him. I don't know like what advice was given to him other than, you know. Came well, out, I he think came was, out to new man. I think know? he just knew that he couldn't take Kamaka standing up, so he kept Kamaka was slowing down too. He wasn't as crisp in the second round because he was just going so fucking hard in the first round. He was just clenching his fucking teeth with his with his soul mm-hmm. within every strike he was throwing. It was terrifying. It would almost look like a bar fight. Um, <laughs> now there was a there was definitely a a bar fight tonight. <laughs> and uh but no, eventually Pierce just uh in the second round just got that the most hopeless position. And you got just got him in the back mount and just tell just helplessly just wails on this dude. And the Kamaka just loses it. Um Poor guy. That's got to humble you, man, to get to to just go out like that. I'm telling you, man, it's that grandpa energy. He was like, my grandpa's my biggest fan. And like an anime character, I've got to make my grandpa proud. And that Never stuff, seems to work out. No, I've not seen it work out anywhere. Mm. Except for singing competitions. <laughs> well, you know, it's a whole different thing. You, like because I then say, you can cry on stage and it helps. But if you're crying at home and you're not training like your opponent is, then you know, you're losing. You're losing already before the fight starts. Right? You're there crying in the shower eating Girl Scout cookies and you're losing daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, I want to get into a couple of mentionables for the 
fight night coming up this weekend. You guys cool with that? Let's go. Uh, Hermanson versus... What was it? Hermanson had a last-minute replacement. Oh, really? Yeah, That's because... Not anymore. No, uh, Holland got COVID, so Marvin Vittori stepped in last oh, minute. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. I mean, thanks, Marvin Vittori, bro. Like, appreciate it. I don't know how the fuck he was able to make weight and step in and do this, but that's pretty fucking cool, you know what I mean? I love when UFC does shit like this. This is the only sport where you always have to stay in shape. This isn't like seasons where, like, there's an off-season. And yeah, and, I'm, and, and I'm, I, you know, I got respect for Vittori staying ready. Staying in shape, you know, staying on his diet, whatever, whatever. That's why, doing. like, jumping in isn't really like a. It is a crazy idea. It's actually. crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But the reason why it's a thing is because, like, it's a been, lot of these fighters are always in shape. They're always training. There's Jack no, Hermanson no went through a whole camp, and he's one of the most dangerous guys in the UFC. Like in other sports, they call it the like game shape. Like, oh, I gotta get in game shape. It's like game shape is like what fighters need to be at all times. That's this is why like boxing is like ranked the hardest. That's sport. a hard. That's a hard ass though, man. You yeah, know what I mean? It is. Like half of these, like all the champions, like they don't like not all the champions, but like you know, Yoel Romero, for example, like he doesn't want to keep fighting. Like he said that, you know, he's like, I, he's like, it hurts, you know. Like no. my, he's like my toes hurt no. <laughs> literally I, I think, he, I think, on the joe rogan podcast he was like my toes hurt joe yeah. he's like i'm always in pain because my muscles are always sore because i'm always training there's not a day that goes by that i don't train and that i'm not in pain well he needs to have less muscles that's his problem he's yeah he it looks he's got too many he has so many he <laughs> <laughs> nah. he's so ripped that it looks painful no, he's <laughs> tiny. unhuman he's tiny Yoel Romero is you, a freak. Did you just say Yoel yeah. Romero's tiny? I hope he's listening to this. Yes. Yoel, you got to get bigger. You got to uh, keep packing He on. will find you. He will be like, Nick, I love you. I love you, Nick. Nick. I love you. And that's the last, this is the last, you. This is the last words you'll ever hear. I promise you. Yeah. No, no. He's got to do steroids and he's got to get bigger. He's already. I'm sure he, he kind of did. Well, already. never mind. I'm not saying shit because this guy will fucking beat my ass, but. He already got tested uh, positive once, right? Uh, you know, positive for being cool. <laughs> That's what Usada said yeah. to him. They said Dude, it. you tested it's, positive for He's got more positive. money now. He can get better, cooler steroids. He just is dope. He's not doping. He just is dope. That's what the document said. He fights at 170, and it's like he does not look 170 like whatsoever. No, he fights at 185. He fights at middleweight. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never yeah. Mind. If Yo Romero was getting middleweight, if Romero was so. welterweight, he would look uh, like an alien. He would die. Yeah, he would die. That wouldn't yeah. be possible. No. Yeah, I meant say too many muscles, man. Middleweight. Too but uh, so I think on the prelims, you know, there's a lot of great fights and all. But the one I think that's worth mentioning is this guy Jordan Levitt. You heard of this dude? Yeah, they don't have a picture for this guy. Oh, I thought that was just an incredibly black man. <laughs> I was like, is, what is that? He is a black man. And he's he is a black man. He's coming straight off his win on the contender series. Why do they have a why do they have a black silhouette as his uh Because black silhouettes matter. Oh my god. That's how. <laughs> but no, that like I don't know why they don't have his real picture because he had to take one for the contender series. So they literally just could have used have that one. Yeah, yeah, they could have just used the same. You know, whatever. It's not like the regular Joe is more advanced than the UFC, but we are. So get your shit together, guys. What the hell are you doing? But anyways, yeah, Jordan Levitt is a grappling master. I feel like he's absolutely going to submit this guy, Matt Weinman, in the first round. I'm gonna. Okay. I, I would put my savings on it. I'm not too familiar with this guy. Is it, where does he train at? You know, um, I actually don't even know where he's from. I want to say it's like the northwest or something like that. A very like remote part of the world. He's a weird guy. Weird guy. Weird personality, but I like him a lot. Um, Smoka's fighting. Very soft spoken. You know, he's not cocky. He's just uh, this dude is dangerous. I'm telling you, Jordan Levitt. You heard it here first. First fight in the UFC, this dude's going to come in hot. Yeah, Submission first round. Says he's 1-0 currently. 
Uh, that was they're counting his fight in the contender series because that's the only one he's had. Okay. Oh. They have some uh, veterans in the prelims though, like Louis Louis Smolka. Smolka, yeah. Uh, they also have not a veteran, but Damon Jackson. He just fought like last month, I think, or the month before that. Damon Jackson, who's he fighting? He's fighting Ilya Topuria. Hmm. I think he's a it's featherweight bout. Uh, I think this is going to be another ground battle that he had because Damon Jackson had a crazy last bout with this grappler. I can't uh, can't really remember his name right now, but he was like getting dominated like the whole fucking fight. Like he was absolutely just just getting demolished, and then at the last minute, this guy catches like uh, a guillotine and sweeps him, and then just like takes the win last second, and it was like. It's just fucking insane. Again, it's one of those wins where it's like, you know, you got to be like, like you said, like you didn't like how they were uh, criticizing Dumont for just kind of like not finishing the fight almost. You 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 got to respect the game plan. Yeah. That's just my opinion. This guy dove in for a shot on Damon Jackson and... He was just win- he just kept getting shot after shot after shot and it was like a complete con- in terms of grappling style it was like it was you could see the contrast between like how they think it's like Damon Jackson goes all in for submissions he'll give up the position for the submission while his opponent would just be all position so he was just getting fucking dominated the whole hmm. fucking fight but he won in the end and you know you can you going to take him over this undefeated guy nah Nah, I learned no? my lesson. <laughs> oh, okay. all right. Um, I don't I'm know. not. I'm not even gonna make a prediction on that. But I feel like Ilya's gonna win just because I feel like he has a be- the better ability to not only take him on in the ground because he again he's he a, also has the chest tap modifier. Oh yeah, the chest tap modifier. Who could forget the chest mm. tap modifier? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Up against a man with no tats? Are you kidding me? <laughs> No Apparently, time. this is this is definitely a factor. Yes, yes. Uh, the main event it consists of uh, a couple of notable fights: uh, Nate Landwer and uh, Mosfor Elov. Uh, this is like an undefeated guy, and I'm. I don't know. I never seen this guy fight, but I've seen Landwer fight, and I'm willing to take him over him just by seeing. Land were fight because I got confidence in this dude. He's a beast. He can take a shot. He's a brawler. He he's good on the ground. Um, you know I've seen him get knockouts and uh, knockout and a submission. So I'm gonna go with Nate on this. I gotta go with Nate on this just because uh, you know the undefeated the guys have have really not had a good track record lately. They're all getting yeah, uh, they're all losing knocked it. down. Yeah, even the best. Mm-hmm. Even the best. Um, uh, another undefeated guy, uh, Roman Dalides fighting John Allen. I don't, I haven't seen either of these dudes fight, uh, recently at all. So I'm not going to make a pick on that. What about you? I don't know these guys. Okay. <laughs> not, no offense. <laughs> UFC, y'all got to step it up. On I mean, events. this is Come just on. a fight night. So it's like, yeah, no, I, I don't man. expect. Come on. Huge names, but then they got you got the, the you got Montana De La Rosa and Talia Santos. I wouldn't even say that's worth a main card, much less or a main. You know what I mean? They just gotta step it up a little. Because Talia's unranked and Montana's yeah, barely Montana's ranked, ranked yeah. fifteen. Yeah, barely it's ranked. Kind of weird. So damn, I'm not gonna make a prediction. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I'm not going to make a prediction on that. I don't know what's going to happen there. But I'm excited, though. Also, we got Ovin St. Prue versus Jamal. Undefeated Jamal. Jamal. Yeah. One no contest. Ovin St. Prue, bro. Hey, man, I'm done counting you out. I got your back, OSP. You're my dude. I'm done counting you out because the last two times I did it, he came out and won his fight. And so I'm going OSP on this all the way. You think he's going to turn it around finally? Not even turn it around. Like, he's won his last two out of three fights uh, pretty yeah. pretty handily. Man, he's one of those yeah. guys in that division that just goes up and down and up and down, you know? But he's so good. He like, just, but he manages to stay ranked, yeah. which is pretty crazy. And it, that's what I'm going to take him. I, you know what I mean? I, undefeated, I ain't even scared. Undefeated's got 
a bad rep these days. So, um, once again, th- you know, I appreciate Marvin Vittori stepping in against Jack Hermanson. That's a scary fucking dude to to step into a fight against last minute. Well, that would be a big jump for Marvin Vittori if he wins against Hermanson, and that's a big if. It's a big if, yeah. If we're talking predictions, I'm taking Hermanson, the Joker, all the way. Um, I I would say. I would say Vittori just got off the contender series. Vittori's right? awesome, man. He's a really good fighter, and he's he's already had a lot of good fights in the UFC, but or you know, what I mean, in his professional career. But Hermanson, I think, is going to rock him, and then he's going to submit him uh, rather quickly, first or second round. That's my prediction. This is too hard to predict for me. They both have solid ground game. I think Vittori. I think everybody sleeps on Marvin game. I think he has good scrambles. I think he can yeah. get out of it. I mean, he's got good defense, but when you get rocked, what are you going to do? And I Because th- Hermanson could, could easily do that. He's got good stand-up. He's a good all-around fighter. Yeah. They've just been... they both been through wars, so I just I just can't. I guess I'm just going to have to go at Hermanson. Hey, I mean, that's probably... The, there you go. Yeah. I'll that's go the prediction. The hey, we agree on something. Ding, ding, Foggy. ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Got him. There's Anyways. no point in me just contesting that. <laughs> yeah. He ensnared you. That's a good I bet. I don't even know. You're, you're yeah. trapped, bro. Uh, before we end this episode, congrats to Mike Tyson. How about that shit, guys? It ended up in a draw. Right? It, uh, well, okay. So this is the deal. If you didn't know, like from the beginning, even in the contracts, it was going to be a draw. They were going to call it a draw no matter it's what. It's an exhibition it's match. An exhibition match. You can't really have a winner. But everybody but then, knows. But tell that to Tenshin Nasakawa, you know? Tell that to Floyd Mayweather, you know? What do you mean? They had an exhibition match, and there's clearly a winner to that. Uh, Well, but that might be maybe wasn't in the contract in that point. And that fight, in my opinion, was thrown. But, but this was specifically going to be a draw. Everybody knows Mike Tyson won. You know what I mean? Everybody knows. And uh, it's just weird because like Mike Tyson, like they were like, what do you think of that? And Mike Tyson's just like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, legally he has to be because that's how they got away with it. He's like, I'm okay with that. Shit. You know? And then, but like, now see that's so now this this match is like it's um, something for the commissions to, to watch and be like, well, maybe these guys can actually have sanctioned fights and it can be for something that matters instead of just being some random exhibition. And I think them going the distance did a lot for maybe people like Mike Tyson and like uh, Roy Jones Jr. that still want to fight, and they're in their 50s and shit. Oh, I don't want to see that. I I don't know. Dude, that was sweet. I like, You know what I mean? Like We got to see Mike Tyson fight, and he's still a badass. Like, he's, he's still going to fight. Still he's still so he's, quick. Yeah, he's, he said he's still going to fight. Like, he's... He's like, I'll do another one. Yeah. Roy Jones Jr. is like, he just fought two years ago. And he's like, man, that dude fucking hurts when he hits you. (laughs) And this is an old dude. He wasn't wasn't fighting old dudes in 2018. He was fighting the best of the best. And he said Mike Tyson hurt the shit out of me every time he touched me. He's kind of doing the unthinkable. It's awesome. And he said he's going to fight again. So. So you want like... I don't know. I don't know if if you would have asked me a week ago or a month ago, do I want Mike do I want to see Mike Tyson fight Roy Jones Jr. or do I want to see Mike Tyson return to the world of fighting? I would have probably said I just want to see Mike Tyson fight Roy Jones Jr. Uh yeah, I guess I would agree honestly, but after seeing the match, like I kind of could see Mike Tyson fighting some other, I just don't want to see old men getting brain damage. Yeah. I don't like to see that. Either. I don't want to see old men getting brain damage, especially for money. Also, he doesn't look exactly the same. Okay, know? okay. What if? Okay, this is the matchup. He's not going to fight some young Check up this and comer. Out. What if Mike Tyson got scheduled to fight Tito Ortiz in a boxing match? Would you not love to see Tito get his face pounded by the great Mike Tyson? Then not be this. Would you not pay cash money? Because I would. I mean, I don't do no, my belt. That's a weird. I I don't really like MMA versus. I don't like it when MMA comes. I into do boxing. when it's Tito. 
because I don't want to. When like it's Tito? He's a fucking douche wobble. He is. <laughs> I hope he goes away. Yeah, he needs to. And just, he's not. He's like trying to start his own organization or some shit, right? Uh, what is he going to organize? A fu- a fucking, I don't know. Something about fighting. Some kind of fucking weird fucking butt orgy. Him and, him and like Oscar <laughs> De La Hoya were trying to like do some weird fucking deal. butt orgy stuff. Probably. Yeah. Possibly. You 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 just do that, Tito. You stay over there. <laughs> if you want to fight Tyson only, I'm not gonna watch watch you fight anybody else. <laughs> I want to I want to see Tyson versus Nah Nah Yeah Floyd. I Tyson wanna, versus Yeah. I want to see a heavyweight like just just catch him with something. Jeez. You know? I want to see a sledgehammer hit you that guy's see Floyd face. You want to see? I want to see. I want to see Floyd get brain damaged, dude. Oh, you don't like him? I hate Floyd. I don't want to see him get killed. I would love <laughs> to see that. That, that. I was so excited for Conor McGregor to do that to him. I was so looking forward to that. That's that was, what this is about. That's all what this that is. All, that's always what it's been about, Nick. Nobody, <laughs> that's always what it's about with Floyd. Nobody, to see him get knocked out because no, he's never been knocked out. Nobody thought Connor was going to actually knock him out. His whole country did. You're going to tell all those Irish people <laughs> I'm that a, you don't think Connor Hey, I'm his countryman, bro. I'm, I'm on Connor's side. And I was surprised that he won the first seven rounds. I was shocked. I didn't think that was going to happen. I don't know if anyone would say he won the first seven. He he ripped him for seven. What are you rounds. talking about, Nick? What, which fight did you see? He ripped which Mayweather. Which fight you keep saying that? I don't know what rounds he won. What? <laughs> like, what like you keep saying that? Yeah, I don't think he. You're like I don't think he won any rounds. No, I don't, I don't think he didn't win any rounds. <laughs> I thought he did. I didn't think he won the first seven though. Hmm. How many rounds did you think he won? I can't remember it exactly, but like four. Okay, that's 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 a. I guess that's a believable. Jeez, uh, it's yeah, it's arguable. I mean, but, but it's still like I you're would just say like, seven. Gonna, not, you're just like you. You keep saying he lost by Connor like. McGregor. I think he handled it. You always describe it like it's like a lopsided competition. He's a Mayweather man. Yeah, you know it is what it you is. Shouldn't be. You got to respect the greats. I mean, he's yeah. just better than Connor. <laughs> he is. At he boxing, was. Yeah. Connor could admit it yeah. too. For sure. It was like the caliber wasn't the same. <laughs> he yeah. literally said that. It was the most hum- humble shit ever. Here we He's are like, talk- I torn you into a Mexican. <laughs> Here we are talking about this again. Connor. This is, that was a monumental m- moment. We're, we'll talk about it every episode. There will <laughs> always be a section of the show where we'll talk about Floyd versus. Hey, McGregor. we'll get into Connor and Poirier part two uh, on the next show too. Because that's, there's a lot of shit to talk about there. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think we should uh, wrap it up here, guys. Uh, unless you got anything else mentionable here, you good? Uh, other than the upcoming bouts, with you know the one I'm just so excited for, at least for this year, is Oliveira versus Ferguson. Personally, Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, we're gonna talk about all that shit next time, and uh, we will see you later. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is Fair Fight Podcast. Later. Yeah.